Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, you guys. I have an important message that I want to share with you guys today in regards to binge eating. I actually had somebody comment on one of my posts on Instagram. It went viral. It's like over 10 million. Um, And somebody said to me, I was pretending I was binging. You guys have probably seen the videos of mine where I show what binge eating is. Like this is binge eating. I show the signs and the symptoms of binge eating to bring more awareness to the people that are struggling to really help you to feel less alone, right? As a binge eating coach, as somebody who's gone through binge eating myself for over 10 years, I wanted to share with you guys like what binge eating actually looks like. And, you know, somebody made a comment. She could afford to binge because she's skinny. She can afford to binge because she's not overweight. And I really want to talk about this. You don't need to be overweight in order to struggle with binge eating. Because binge eating is not a look. Binge eating is not a size. Binge eating is how you feel around food. It's this out-of-body experience. It's this out-of-control eating It's feeling full and continuing to eat. It's thinking about food all day. It's obsessing over calories. It's eating healthy all day and consuming thousands of calories at night. It's not something that people can see on the outside. It is a mental battle that goes on in your mind every freaking day. And I want to share my experience with this because I personally was never overweight. I did gain weight because I was binging, but a lot of people didn't take me seriously because I wasn't overweight. And, you know, at the time that I was struggling very heavily with my binge eating and my unhealthy relationship with food, I was a personal trainer and I was a health coach and yeah, sure. I was fit. So people would say, look, so motivated. Lauren is so disciplined. Lauren is so fit. Lauren is so this. Lauren is so motivated. Lauren is so inspirational. All these different things. Lauren doesn't eat. People would literally say to me, Lauren doesn't eat. Lorna, Lorna eats like a bird. And the reason that they said that was because I never ate in front of other people because I would either just be so anxious or like scared to eat in front of other people. Or it was like, I would already binge at my house. So then when I would hang out with my friends, I literally was just so full and I literally could not even eat. There would be so many times at the restaurant that everyone would order dinner and I'm like, I'm not going to eat because I just binged. But I can't tell my friends that. 
So here my friends are thinking, Lorna doesn't eat. Lorna's so healthy. Lorna's so disciplined. My friends would literally tell me, Lorna's so disciplined. She never eats at the restaurant. But little did they know what was going on behind the scenes that the reason I wasn't eating at the restaurant was because I was terrified of calories. The reason I wasn't eating at the restaurant was because I just binged 30 minutes before going out for dinner because I was so anxious. Do you see how binge eating, it's not a look on the outside. I was technically fit. I was technically, you know, people would say like I was in shape. I wasn't overweight. And people on the outside saw me that way. You don't, excuse me, I totally just burped. You don't binge in public. These are all things that are done behind the scenes. So, of course, people aren't going to know that you're a binge eater. People aren't going to know what you're doing when you get home from the restaurant or before going to the restaurant. But this can also be so frustrating because people can't take you seriously. Like when I went to my doctor and I told my doctor that I was struggling with binge eating, he literally looked up and down at me and was like, oh, like, you're fine. Like literally didn't even ask me any question was like, oh, you're just, you're probably just stressed and depressed. And I'm like, no, like, first of all, no, but also second of all, like, no, (laughs) like, don't just look at me and say that I'm fine because you, you're not in my head. Like I knew the things that I was doing with food were not normal. You could not tell me that it's normal to be thinking about food all day long. You can't tell me it's normal to literally be finishing my lunch and already be thinking about the snack that I'm going to eat. You can't tell me it's normal that as soon as I get the house to myself, I'm in the cupboards and I'm binging. You can't tell me that it's normal to be so obsessive where I'm tracking, weighing all of my food. And then if I have like a chocolate or, you know, a bowl of cereal, I'm like, F it, F it, screw it, screw it, screw it. My entire day is ruined. Yep, screw it. Diet's over. Binge. Tomorrow's a new day. I'm so glad you guys are agreeing with this and you're finding this helpful. Nicole says yes, right? And um, Brianne says me 100%. I want to shed light to this because Maybe you aren't overweight right now and maybe you're not being take, you you know, people aren't taking you seriously. I've had people tell me, Lorna, just stop being so hard on yourself. You're, You're so hard on yourself. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm literally consuming thousands of calories and I know that I'm self sabotaging. Like, I'm not just having a little bit of chocolate. Like, you don't get it, you know? And this is why it's like, Yeah, I'm a binge eater and underweight. And you know, it's so interesting. When I look back at my photos of when I was binging the most, like I was in a small body because I was restricting heavily and then binging and then compensating the next day by over-exercising, restricting the next day, you know, dropping my calories severely, you know? So it's like, nobody's gonna know. But I knew deep down that the shit that I was doing with food was not freaking normal. And I needed to bring this into light because whatever size, shape, body, 
size, weight, whatever you are, that doesn't define you as a binge eater or not. It's, it's all what's going on in your head. So overweight from binging. My wedding is in two months. Well, first of all, I mean, congratulations. The fact that your wedding is in two months. I remember getting married back in 2021 and it is honestly such a big day. And I, I would honestly, like, I know it's hard dealing with body changes and things like that when you're, you know, binging and things like that. But this, this special day, like this is a once hopefully what's in a lifetime opportunity of getting married to your soulmate. And you want to be able to look back on this day, Tina, and be like, I had the best freaking day of my life marrying my soulmate. Like you want to be able to like, look back at this day and remember it for the experiences and the incredible memories, not the size that your body was, you know? And it's like, so often people like crash diet before their wedding and then it's like, they're not even enjoying their wedding because they're so stressed about like, oh no, I can't eat this, can't have the wedding cake. And then they go on their honeymoon, can't eat this, can't eat that. And then they're so, you know, paranoid about keeping the weight off and all these different things, you know? So I know it's frustrating, um, but honestly, really, like really soak this moment in. Like, this is the best time, like even leading up to your wedding, like enjoy this moment, soak it all in. Like it is such a special, it is such a special um, day for you guys. How often or what times do you go live? Um, honestly, I go live at four o'clock Eastern time. I can't say the exact many days um, because I have clients to check in with. I have, you know, my membership clients. I have my academy clients. So I can't say exactly, um, but four o'clock Eastern time. So for those of you guys who are asking on tips to stop binge eating, there's a million and one on my Instagram. There's a million and 10 on my TikTok. If you're not listening to the Ditch Decky Diets podcast, definitely start there. It's a really good place to start the Ditch Decky Diets podcast. Um, and honestly, like, listen to the podcast because when you listen to the podcast, you're probably going to feel very seen. You're probably going to feel very understood. And that in and of itself is like, oh my gosh, finally somebody gets me. And yes, I do get you because I went from 10 years of binging, restricting to now I'm over three years binge free. I haven't had a single urge to binge in three years, but I get it. Like I've been through the hell and back. I've, I've gone through restricting and binging and hating my body and waking up bloated from last night's binge and fearing certain foods and not wanting to go out for dinner not wanting to be intimate with my partner. Like I've been through all of that. Somebody says, what are your thoughts on counting macros during recovery? Definitely don't recommend it. Because here's the thing. When you are trying to heal your relationship with food, you are wanting to be more intuitive. You want to be able to listen to your body. You want to be able, yes, exactly. Counting any kind of calories is detrimental. Exactly. Because the thing is, when you're, when you're counting and you're weighing and you're tracking, it's making you more obsessive. It's literally making you more obsessed with food. You're thinking about food so much more because you have to go into my fitness pal. Okay, how many grams did I eat? How many calories? Oh shit, I went over on my carbs. I'm such a failure, right? And it's interesting because when I was tracking my calories and macros, I felt like a failure way more than when I was eating intuitively because there was like this 
border of like good versus bad. Like if you hit your macros, you're good. If you went over, you're a failure. And I obviously I went over my macros almost every single day because I had these uncontrollable urges that I, I, I didn't feel like I had control over. And the thing is too, with, with hunger and fullness, you actually lose sight of your hunger and fullness cues when you're tracking your macros, because you are, you are relying on something externally. Your body is so smart. And when people say like, I don't, I don't know how much to eat. Your body will tell you, but oftentimes we don't listen. Oh, Daisy, go to my Instagram right now. I literally just made a post about the whole, if you need to lose weight and hit your protein goal, literally go check out my Instagram. I, I literally just posted a post about that. So definitely go check that out. Um, and there's so, there's so many things I can talk about this, you guys, but um, your body will tell you when you're hungry. But a lot of the times it's like, we don't pay attention. Your body will tell you when you're hungry, but how often are you like, I'm just going to push it off. Boom, you lose sight of your hunger and fullness cues. Your body says, I, I, I want a snack, but my partner's not eating a snack. Maybe I shouldn't have a snack. Boom, you lose sight of your hunger cues. And then as a result of not listening to your hunger, then what ends up happening is your fullness cues become out of whack because you're not listening to your hunger. So now you're ravenous. And then you eat past physically full. And now your new baseline of full is physically sick. So it's like, now it's like your body doesn't when you're hungry, you're eating way past fullness. And then what do you do when you eat past fullness? A lot of the times it's like, I'm just going to restrict and I'm not going to eat anything tomorrow. And then you're not listening to your hunger because you're hungry and you're not paying attention. And so many of you guys are like, I can't, I don't know when I'm hungry. And I'm like, if you started, and I'm not, and I'm saying this with so much love because I'm not saying that it's easy, but what I'm saying is like, if you just paid attention, if you just paid attention and, and, and listened to your hunger and fullness, like, or if you listen to your hunger, you would be able to actually start honoring your fullness because you're not on this pendulum swing of like starving to physically sick. Now you might be like, I can't hear my hunger and fullness. I was there. I'm like, hello, knock, knock. Hello. Are you there? <laughs> I'm like, I don't have hunger cues. I think I'm broken. I literally thought I was broken, you guys. I'm like, people can just like, they they said that they're hungry and then they just eat. Must be nice. I'm like, I don't have those cues. My body, there's something wrong with my body. And I realized that the cues were there, but I was relying on my fitness pal the whole time. So there were so many days where I was still hungry I didn't have any macros left. Boom. I wasn't listening to my hunger. There were so many days where it would be five o'clock and I'm like, I'm full, but I still have macros left. So then I would literally force myself to eat because I needed to hit my protein goal and I needed to hit my macros perfectly because I was a perfectionist. And then next thing you know, I'm like so full and I'm like, I was not even hungry. So I actually realized that I was paying more attention to my hunger and fullness and I was able to eat when I was hungry and stop when I was full, when I stopped tracking my food. Is this why they say eat every two to three hours? It's it's a general rule of thumb. I mean, obviously, like you might not get hungry, you know, every two hours, but I, I the way that I say it is eat regularly throughout the day. You never want to go like five hours without eating because then you're going to be so hungry. 
you're inevitably going to overeat. You're inevitably going to binge, right? Like anybody, like even people who have a healthy relationship with food, like myself, if I literally was like so busy and I didn't prioritize eating and I had like back-to-back meetings and I, you know, seven hours went by, uh, I'm going to be starving. (laughs) I don't binge anymore, but there might be overeating because I'm so ravenous, right? So things to think about. So that's what I would say. What you're saying is so true. Got to rebuild your relationship with diet culture and body image. It's a lot of work, but so worth it. Absolutely, Crystal. And this is the thing, like healing your relationship with food, it takes energy. It requires effort. But you don't have to figure it out on your own. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here, right? You don't have to figure this out on your own. Somebody even said to me, they're like, thank God, like you exist. I didn't even know that there was coaches out here that can help me with binge eating in my relationship with food. And yes, So you don't have to go to your doctor and feel not understood. You don't have to go to a therapist and not feel understood. Like I've been through this. I get you guys. I see you. I see you. I get, I get you. I've lived experience with this. Like I I get it. And you're not alone. I, I love this phrase. You're not broken. If you take anything from this live, you are not broken. When I was struggling with binge eating, I felt broken. I felt crazy. Like there's literally something wrong with me. But you're not broken if you binge. You're not broken if you think about food 24-7. There just needs to be a lot of rewiring that needs to happen in terms of the brain. Rewiring your thoughts around food. Rewire your, your thoughts around your body image, right? Rewiring your brain to stop giving into those binge urges. But it's possible. Do you eat slowly to feel the fullness? Yeah, so if you're rushing to eat. Hi, Katie. If you're rushing to eat, you're going to not feel full. It takes 20 minutes, 20 minutes for your brain to register full and satisfied. So a lot of the times people will rush, rush through their meal and then automatically go up for seconds, but their brain hasn't registered full yet. So they go for seconds. And the next thing you know, they're like, I am, it's like, not even they get slowly full. It's like, oh my gosh, I am so full. Because it it it, it, all, it automatically catches up. So definitely need to slow down and take your time. Ash says, you've helped me so much. I can't thank you enough. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet, Ash. Mom who runs TikTok, fit mom, mom of three, runner mom. You're a freaking badass. I love it. Um, Oops, I sent some type of invite. I don't know what I just clicked. Can you talk about what is considered to be binge eating? So I actually have a page on, uh, sorry, a post on my Instagram that literally says this is binge eating. Just search for it. If you go to the reels, it has 10 million views. Just go to that. Like literally, I just share what binge eating is. But binge eating is is a feeling that you get while eating. So it's this out-of-body experience. You can't stop eating. It's like, it, for me, it felt like somebody was taking over your body and doing things with food that don't feel like you. So it's like you intellectually know that you're full, but your body's like, keep on going, right? It's like, you know that you don't need 10 cookies, but it's like, as soon as you have a bite of something sweet, next thing you know, you have another cookie, you're into the brownies, next thing you're into the ice cream or whatever food it is, but it's like, there's no control. That is truly binge eating, okay? I've been trying to stop, but it's so hard. If you guys have been trying to stop 
and you feel like it's so challenging, you might just need support. You might just need to be surrounded by a community of other women who get you. Like, this is why, honestly, I've created my membership. I don't know how many of you guys are in the membership. There's many of you guys probably on here that are in my Root and Rewire membership. I created a membership to have a community of women that are also on this path of healing their relationship with food, of ending binge eating so that you can really feel less alone. There is, I don't think there's anything quite more transformational than not feeling less, not feeling alone. When you are trying to figure out this on your own, like it, like I felt broken. I felt crazy. I'm like, I can't talk to my partner about this. Uh, Caroline says the membership is gold. Yes, Caroline's amazing. We did a one-on-one call today. She has made such good progress with her relationship with food. She is in the Root and Rewire membership and it's so much fun. Um, But the thing is, it's like when you are, when you don't feel alone, it's like you can take this like pressure off. It's like, oh my gosh, thank God there's other people like this. Like I just thought, I don't know, like I was broken and you aren't. I'm in the membership. It's phenomenal, life-changing. I got all my badass clients on here. Nora, you're amazing. So good. I am not big on sweets, but my protein is, my problem is, sorry, my problem is I get sick of everything before I'm done eating. So you might have to make your meals more satisfying because I used to feel like I used to get sick of eating everything before I was done when I would have like plain chicken and broccoli. I'm like, this is disgusting. So I don't know your story, Taylor, but maybe you need to um, maybe you need to add more satisfying meals. I talk about this a lot, like increase the satisfaction of your meals, you guys. How do you go about the membership? Go to the link in my bio. There's all the details there. You've already helped me so much. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I love it. I'm so glad. These comments, you guys, I don't think you understand how much these comments truly mean to me. Like I've been a coach for like freaking 15 years, but like I never dismissed these comments. Like they mean so much to me. The fact that you just say like, you've helped me or like you've changed my life. Like it, it literally means so much to me. Like I wake up in the morning and I like remember about your comment. I'm like, this is why I'm doing what I do. Cause sometimes, you know, putting yourself out there and like going on these lives and making posts, like there's always going to be people who, you know, maybe don't don't agree with you or there's going to be always like, you know, people who find you that aren't your people. And it just reminds me so much that like why I keep doing this and why I keep showing up because there's people like you that remind me that I'm changing your life and it, it just means so much to me. So thank you guys so much. You're so encouraging. Well, that makes me so happy. I needed a Lorna when I was struggling with binge eating. I needed a Lorna. I needed a Lorna to cheer me on and, you know, call myself a badass. I needed a Lorna back then. But all right, you guys, this, I just completely rambled on. I came on with one specific topic, but hopefully I answered some of your questions. And my partner wants to be intimate, but I'm too embarrassed because I'm obese. I don't know how to explain it. I felt that way and I wasn't even obese. I didn't, I never wanted to be intimate because I felt disgusting in my own skin. But let me share this little mindset shift with you. When you, yeah, a lot of the times 
partners, husbands, whatever, doesn't care. But it's like, I feel embarrassed. I don't want you to see me naked. I don't like my body, right? And like partners just don't get it. Because it's like, I don't care what you look like, but it's like, I feel gross. I get it. A mindset shift that I would really consider is, is this. When you're not intimate, you block yourself from experiencing pleasure. One really key important factor to add into your life to stop turning to food for pleasure is being intimate, right? If you're experiencing pleasure through being intimate, then you don't need to get pleasure in self-sabotaging ways through food. So just because you don't feel good in your body, how can you still make your body feel good? Because your body still deserves to feel good even if you don't feel good in your body. Boom! That's the truth. That's the truth. It's like you don't go out with friends. You don't go, I'm not saying this is you, but I'm just saying like in people in general, it's like for, for me, like I never went out with my friends because I was so embarrassed or like I was stressed about the calories about like, where are we going to go out for dinner or like whatever. So literally I would just not go out, lack of pleasure. My husband would want to be intimate with me I wouldn't want to, lack of pleasure. And then I would be sitting at home. I have zero social life. That was me. And I'm like, I had no social life. I like, you know, all my friends, I kind of just like brushed off and I wasn't being intimate. So it's like zero pleasure, zero pleasure. Then I was forcing myself to eat, you know, chicken and broccoli all day. Then I was forcing myself to work out. No pleasure. No wonder come the end of the day, I'm like, ooh, chocolate, chips, candy, binge time. I'm going to binge. <laughs> because there was no pleasure in my life. No social life, no intimacy, no laughter, no friendship, just freaking rules, restriction, weighing yourself, beating yourself up, calling yourself a failure, thinking about food all day long, binge, repeat itself the next day. So the next time you don't feel good in your body and you're like, I don't want to be intimate, do it, do it, do it for the pleasure. Because the more pleasure that you can add into your life, the less pleasure you're going to need in a false way through binging. So we're going to end this here because I got to go to my yoga class. I am going to a gentle yoga class for 45 minutes where I'm just going to lay down on my mat and I'm just going to stretch and that's going to feel so, so good. So thank you. You are so freaking welcome. I wish I knew your name. You are so welcome. So thank you guys for being here. I hope you found this so extremely helpful. If you guys are interested in joining me inside of my Root and Rewire membership, it's literally fire. Like you guys need to join every single month. There's a monthly masterclass on how to improve your relationship with food. Every month there's a Q&A with me where you get personalized coaching. And then you have a bomb ass community of badass ladies who are also in the same boat of ready of being ready to heal their relationship with food and stop binge eating, which will really help you to feel less alone. Everybody loves the community. Like the community is just amazing. So get yourself inside join the membership, come inside. I have a special three-day masterclass happening next week on how to navigate the holidays. I'm giving you 
exactly like step-by-step strategies and tools of how to navigate a food freedom holiday without guilt or stress or worrying about comments that other people are going to make about your food choices or your body or how much you're eating. I'm talking about it all. So that is included when you join the membership now. So I'm very excited. I'm here for you, sending you so much love and we'll see you guys soon. Bye guys.